How to transform your passion into a successful startup. Welcome to Lead, an inspiring podcast that focuses on the creative spirit inside us all. Jocelyn Bellows interviews accomplished entrepreneurs about overcoming obstacles and achieving greatness. Join us today and lead into a fulfilling and successful life. everyone. Uh, welcome to another edition of Leap. This is Jocelyn. Um, today I'm here with Lisa Moore. And Lisa is a health and wellness coach. Uh, I had the very good fortune of getting to meet Lisa actually because I uh, interviewed her husband, Chris, who on an earlier podcast, and we got talking offline about his wife and how inspired he was by her. So I'm really grateful to have you on the show. So welcome, Lisa. Welcome Thank to the you. Show. I'm super excited. I feel Honored that you're here. Oh, well, thank you. So let's dive right in. So you're a health and wellness coach. Can we talk a little bit about where that began for you? Absolutely. Um, Chris and I, when we were dating 10 years ago, I would go over to his house early in the mornings before we started work. I'd go over there at like five o'clock in the morning and we'd push play on this program called P90X. And we got ready for our honeymoon and our wedding by doing this 90-day program together. And it was really fun. It was a great time to spend together. And we both really liked to be active and healthy. That was just, it was just a connecting time for us. And so that was really how we, how I learned about, you know, at-home workouts are. And then Chris has done them multiple times throughout our marriage. And I've done them two or three times, like after a baby or um, just when I needed a little bit of workout, but I knew that there was something there. So, um, so that's just the workout part of it. Our life is, is around active and we love to be fit and go have fun. But if you want to start where, where I started thinking about what I could do, I have, I grew up in a family where my parents always told me I could just do anything. I really could. I had both parents cheering me on and telling me, you are just incredible. You're smart. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. And um, and so I grew up having this wonderful confidence about things. And I looked at the world with happiness and joy. And I see that in people. And that was, it was wonderful. And then I, I met Chris and continued that. But Chris excels at so many things. And he goes after so many things that are out of the box, out of the comfort zone. And by being a partner with him, I tend to, I can either feel really bad or I can try to learn how to do that. And so it's been over a year and a half now. But when Chris decided that he wanted to leave the corporate world, uh, I wanted to encourage him in every way to do that. That was awesome. And I knew that I never had one fear of him providing for the family or him getting lazy or him not doing those things. I just wanted to do that. But I also felt um, an inability to help support him in a way, like to take the burden off off of providing for the family. I, I could cheer him and believe in him in every way. But when he would talk about these things, it I knew that by staying home, because I am a stay-at-home mom and I got to take care of both of our kiddos, and I know that that's saving and helping, and that is my most important role. But it there's the, there was a guilt inside of me that felt like I can't even help him. I can't even take a little bit of that burden off financially. And um, and we don't just have us to care for. We care about you know our extended family and 
and all of that too. And my family is a part of that. And so just wondering, how can I, I do that? And so I think that my mind started to, yes, you know, started to think in ways of how can I do that? I saw friends doing other multi-level marketing things and those just didn't fit me. Like, I don't want to just sell. I didn't want to do that. And then at that same time, our church came out with this program. It was, it's called a self-reliance program. And the LDS church really believes highly in being able to provide for your family and being able to, you know, make your family sustainable so that in, in any kind of hardship, in financial hardship, in emotional hardship, you know, whatever it is that your, your family is able to do that all while developing your divine talents. Like, who are you? I mean, God gave you this amazing body and mind and talent. Now, what is it? Go find it. And I really believe that's why we're here is to like figure out what it is. And then the third part of that is do unto others, you know, give it unto others, because when you do that, you're really just serving God anyway. So all of those things, things wrapped together. Well, the the church offered this self-reliance class that we went to, and it was a week it was a weekly class for 12 weeks and Chris and I went together and (laughs) it was a two hour class and I loved the lessons that I learned in it, but I also would come out of each one of those um, classes and I felt inadequate. And it was for one of the first times in my life that I was feeling so inadequate. And, and I thought, why am I feeling this way? You know, And it wasn't that I was inadequate. It was that I was being pushed. And I also like from the minute that Chris decided he wanted to leave the corporate world, he always talked about it as our business and we're doing this. But the truth is he did it. You know, I mean, he was doing all of that. And and so I think that's also another part where I struggled is that I he can live in a world where he can see this blank canvas and just start building from zero. And that world puts me into like a really big spin. You know, I don't, I need some structure. I'm, I believe I'm unique and I can add my own value in that, but I need something that gives me resources and it gives me almost a plan. It's, you know, you make up your own every day of that, but I need a plan. And and that that class did help me see that, you know, but with each one of those weeks, I kept thinking that this feeling I'm feeling is because I'm not capable of it. And really, it was just because you are experiencing new things. And so I guess what my marriage and what Chris has done for me on top of, you know, building on my my parents telling me that I could do anything is Chris has told me you really can do anything, but you have to push it further. You know, you can't just live in this comfort zone. And so for the most part, that's really fine to listen to. On other days, it's really a battle. And sometimes it was a battle with he and I and this like headspace that I had to live in, you know, and there's that. And I had been following this lady online and she she was also a health and wellness coach, but she very rarely spoke about health and wellness. She had a past where I actually stuff that I don't even relate to. Her husband had had two affairs. Her children had been through this situation that they had a family member take advantage of them. And so I don't, that is nothing of my life, but I, I, I listened to her talk about hope and change and recovery. And I thought 
that is inspiring. And she wants, I don't even have anything to do with that, but she makes me want to be a better person. And so I had followed her for like nine months, all while doing this class and these different things that are kind of coming to fruition in my life. And finally, I looked at Chris one, one Sunday and I was like, I didn't even know all the things about the details of what a health and wellness coach did. But I'm like, this lady has been telling me that I can reach out to her and that I can do what she does. And I've always believed that. I believe that I can, I see you and I see him and I see her and I see those individual qualities. I really believe that's something that God gave me is I appreciate each person, person for who they are. And like everything in me wants to cheer them on. Like, it's just, I'm proud of them without, without envy or without, without turning off my light. You know, it just makes me shine brighter. And, um, so I reached out to her funny enough. That's a longer story, but funny enough, that coach actually didn't work out for me because she wasn't what I needed to get my, my own thing going, but I did find my path. And that was about eight months ago. And that's how that began. And what is that path? So, um, so now I get to, I get to share my life. And one of the things, the reason why I chose this is because Chris and I do want to be healthy. We do want to inspire and motivate and help people change. And honestly, yes, nutrition, yes, Working out and, you know, movement and activity in your life is all means to get to this point. But I finally found the path that allows me to really have actionable steps for for women mostly. But I've helped husbands of these women or even some of the guys, you know, they they want their life to be different. They're struggling in their life. And sometimes that's at a crossroads. They're at a crossroads or they're just they just forgotten for so long. And honestly, that's where. I was drinking four Mountain Dews a day. I was eating Triscuits and cheese. I was eating no breakfast. And then, but I was healthy because I fixed really good food for dinner because Chris has this sensitive stomach. And so I, I mean, you know, for the most part, people would look at us and think, oh, you're healthy. But I had been forgetting about all of those things that give me health, but also value too. I know that being a mother is the most important thing I I truly believe that my most important role other than being a wife is being a mother. And, but, but I want to also be validated. And I also want to be, I want Lisa to be out there because I, I believe people need that. I believe that people need that cheering. So when I found this path of being able to, I can show you how to get goals for yourself and achieve them. And so I am your accountability partner and I get to do that through a variety of ways. You can have a lot of fun by working out at your home in your own convenience, or I can help you change your family's way of eating through simple steps. And it really is. I don't, I'm not asking you to buy extra things to incorporate into your life. I'm not asking you to be this, um, you know, individual person over to this. I, I want it all to be about family because that one of the, um, the quotes that I heard, I heard it in church when I was going to college and um, I was in a young single adult ward and this girl read a quote from Sue Monk Kid, like a short story. And it was about availability. That was her story. And the quote goes something like, 
people don't travel in a boat separate from mine. And if I don't recognize that, then we will either sink together or we will, we will float together. You know, I have to recognize that we're traveling in this boat together and we, we do, we rise together. I just, I feel that I don't, it's people are a lot of trouble sometimes, you know, like friends, they're, (laughs) they're hard work, but we also are all in this together, you know? So I want to help my community. I want to help my neighborhood. I want to help my family. And so I get to do that. I, I finally have found something that allows me to help them with structure. Like I told you, I don't live in this world of, I can just create from zero, but you know, my company really does give me resources along with this amazing tribe of women that are, they're my team, you know, there are teams all over, but they're, they are my team and they are doing this as well. And so I can look to them for motivation and strength and guidance. And, and so, and then I get to create it. And then I get to create it. Like I have this, my own little space where I gather women together and we online virtually have this connection and can cheer each other on and know that, yep, if you're a mother with sick kids and a roofing project that is going awry, but you're still fitting in, you know, me time that allows you to be pleasant and patient and, you know, and gives you value. So, so there's where I am. I have to say a few things off of that. Number one, I clearly, I don't know if people are hearing it through your words, but you're tearing up. And that tells me that you're so passionate and and it's so right in front of you. So first of all, congratulations on recognizing that and taking the steps to honor it for yourself. Number two, my whole body chilled three times in that last two minutes for that same reason, because I think women, especially we get caught up in our labels. And you mentioned a couple of those labels being a wife and being a parent and being a mother. And those are incredibly valuable roles, right? Um, although I've given up wifehood, I am still a parent. And I understand too, we we put others in front of us. And one of the things I think you're giving other women through your community is the identity of self-care. Mm-hmm. And I think that it sounds like you kind of talked a little bit about that as one of your own core values, you know, and that's and that core value is is help has helped to develop your own business. You said one day, one Sunday you came home and said, okay, I, I have to do this. Can we talk a little bit about that when you took that that leap and said, yes, I'm going to use that word. I'm going to continue to use that word because it's why I named it leap. But what was it inside of you said that I, all right, I, I have to honor this. I have to keep moving forward. What was it? Um. So thankfully through church, I get to have a couple different callings and those sometimes look very individual and, and just a, an individual contributor to like maybe a planning committee. But also sometimes they look like I, I am in the primary presidency right now. So that means for kids that are two to um, 12 years old, I'm in the presidency that helps lead this, this little amazing group of children. And, um, and so having a role like that is validating to me. And it is something that kind of is required in my body to feel um, honored and recognized. And just so that I'm not fading away into just, you know, not having a place. So I've been able to have that. But 
along with wanting to help contribute to providing for the family. I also, um, I loved working. I loved working and, and I, I started out at Office Max when I was younger and did like part-time in high school and worked then. I just really felt value by giving hard work and getting rewarded for it through verbally, you know, from people recognizing things. And then also financially, I loved being able to pay for the things that were on my own. I, I did that. I paid for my own college. And um, so I've, I've just internally always had that. Um, but then that Sunday when I came to Chris and said, I want to do this. When I actually, I mean, I had been thinking like, how, how, how can I share something? How can I create something? What can I do? Um, so when I was, when I said it to him, I was really ready. Like I, that's why that coach didn't work out for me because I was so ready. And she, within two weeks of me trying and dip, you know, five different ways to communicate with her to say, Hey, I am here. Um, a side note to that. I worked a I was a server at Joe's Crab Shack. Yep a server there and they weren't going to hire me at first. And I went into them like three different times. And I was like, you absolutely want me. I am going to be so good here. You want me. And they did end up hiring me. And I was really incredible there, but I just, there are times when you find something that you're thinking, I'm going to be good at this. I'm going to be good at this. And so anyway, I told Chris and of course his first reaction was just nothing, but yes, absolutely. Forget about the money you may make. Forget about all of that, which I know you'll be successful, but yes, go do it. Go chase every single bit of that. And, and so it was easy. It was easy for me to say, okay, I'm going to do that. That's, that's what we should do. And, um, and then, you know, I'd love to say that once you have a dream and you're chasing it, which is what we are both doing, it's that it's, that's your path. That's, that's what you're doing. And, and you're fighting the good fight. So things should be working your way. And that's not it at all, really. You know, it is a weekly conversation and battle to find where, you know, how it all works. I don't know. It was probably six months into it. So maybe even just a couple months ago, Chris finally said to me, um, because I've been working the business but I've been working as a, I mean, I, I'm doing my full-time mom position, right? That doing never ends. <laughs> that Somehow never that doesn't turn off in yeah. the middle of the night. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, and Chris is doing his business. And even though he's contributing a lot more now because he's at home, you know, it was a, a kind of this culmination. He actually decided then that he needed to draw boundaries around work as well. That's when he found an office space that he could go to and leave the house because it was just becoming too blended. Um, but he finally said to me at one point I had asked to, I needed to schedule this appointment to go see one of my friends. She's a co-coach and she was on a layover and I asked to go see her, not asked, but you know, can, Gotta can work we out. do this? We Gotta work out the schedule. schedule. Yeah. Yep. And it, it kind of erupted into a deeper conversation because he said, you'll ask for things like this, but you won't ask for the time that you need to really abs to work the business, you know, to work this time. You're just trying to fit in in all these times. And ultimately what you're doing is you're tearing yourself down and you're creating issues for our family, you know, issues, issues for our family because you're not present or, or all these other things, you know? And so he said, you need to ask for that. And I think that is a huge piece for maybe anyone, but especially for women, like it's hard to ask for that time that separates like I don't want to be neglectful to the family I don't want to be neglectful to the children I don't want to be I I can just fit it in I can just do it I can just 
I can just stay up later. I can just, I mean, I cannot get up earlier because that's not me, but um, <laughs> I can work many late hours into the night, but that also affects a lot of other things. And so finally he was helpful in saying, you need to set a schedule, you know, and it gave me permission to myself to work. It gave me permission to not work. And that, that schedule hasn't been perfect and we've had to tweak it in a variety of ways, but um, you know, that's, that's a, a fun, hard, new thing to ask for. I am two things, you know, I am, cause I am creating activity. I love this and people see that. I believe that that is, I love that I get to tell another woman, not just you can get your life back on track health wise and you know, all of that. I love that I can look at her and say, girlfriend, you can share this and you can make some money at it and you can feel this joy that I feel because you're helping other women too. And all by being you, you don't have to be me and you don't have to be, you know, this other incredible one. You just be you. And I promise you, that was the other thing that I walked away with that, that self-reliance class that I was in is this abundance mentality that there is plenty to go around and you just have to be willing to find it and and face the roadblocks and the speed bumps and, you know, the people that want to slow you down a little bit. You just have to say, there's people out there that need this and need me or need my services so that they can find their own path. And I mean, and that sometimes boils down to there's just a lot of people here <laughs> to, to find or it doesn't even matter about that. There's this gargantuan number. It really is just there are people that are yearning to find their own value and I want to help you find it. <laughs> and, you're, and you're capitalizing on that. Right. And it's filling you. Yes. It's clear. I mean, it's clear to me just in our conversation, just looking at you and seeing it in your face. And you, I want to touch, there's several things I want to touch upon. One of the things I, I want to really talk about first is giving yourself permission mm -hmm. to finding space. Mm -hmm. And, and again, I think this is more womanhood than specific to your business. But again, we get ourselves caught in this woods and shoulds and musts when the reality is we just have to be good to ourselves, right? And then we get to open up and be our best selves. Mm -hmm. So the more we take care of ourselves, I think, the better that we can be for our parent, you know, for our parents, and you have ailing parents and our young children, because we have to be strong ourselves. We've mm -hmm. got to, our cup has to be full. It's like putting on the oxygen mask on ourselves first before we can give that to anybody else, right? right. And I think that's some of what you're probably doing. Is that right. is that a fairness not only to you but to your to your clients and the community that you're supporting? Absolutely. I also think that something that was um, maybe a challenge for me, and I still am working through how to balance it, but um, it was just kind of my own tendency to try to anticipate what might be a thought of that person or anticipate what Chris must be thinking or I'm assuming, right? And that's, we shouldn't be assuming those things. We really should just clearly state the things that we need. I'm, I'm learning this now, like state what you need and then, and then deal with it, right? And then make the things. Instead of thinking, he must be thinking, I'm not doing this well. He must be thinking, I can't handle all of these things. I, I mean, I, I used to get myself into a situation with this when Chris was meeting my dad for the first time. My parents um, were just going through a divorce when I met Chris. And so this 
this dad that I knew for 31 years before Chris came into my life, it was really changed very dramatically because my dad, my mom and dad were getting a divorce at that point. And so my dad was very different in, in for those couple of first years that I was with Chris. And I used to anticipate like how, how can I best make this situation wonderful? You know, how can I, and the truth of it is, I didn't know what Chris was thinking and I didn't know what my dad was thinking, but I created this thing that, oh, I've got to control these things. And so that this will, you know, this wonderful thing will happen between the two. And really I was just messing it up when I let that go and let them have their own genuine, you know, natural interactions. Then I didn't have, I wasn't all wound up about things and they were able to create their own beautiful relationship. And the same thing goes with this new thing that I'm doing. Like I'm evolving and so is Chris. And in a marriage, you, like my mom always said, you're either going forward or you're going backwards. And really people don't stay the same. And and in a marriage, you hope that you can shift and change together. And not because you guys are following the exact same path, but because you're talking and you're communicating. And, and so, gosh, right now we're in like the thick of it, you know, Chris and I, we, he's changing and he's like experiencing all these new things and I'm changing and experiencing all these new things. And so communication is so key to that and, and not having like these boundaries of expectations, right? The expectations that, I mean, I do just live, I live conservatively and I live, um, what's that word? Like, you know, the roles of like woman versus man. And we, when you're traditional, traditional is what I'm trying to say. We, we didn't like, I didn't grow up thinking, I'm just going to be this traditional wife, but I generally tend to fall into that. Like I, I am, I'm a stay at home mom. He gets to work and do those things. But, but that changes in so many ways right now, because we're, he contributes so much at home and I, I'm trying to also build a business. And so these like expectations that were in my head that this is how that's all written, you know, this, this is how I'm supposed to live my life. That's not really it. So I just need to take those expectations away and let this happen, you know, and learn how to do that together. And he is, he really does help me a lot, even though there are times that I get really frustrated because it feels so hard to be pushed. It feels so hard. And he's not even like, you need to be this better woman or anything. And by no means is that it's just, we both truly believe that we were given talents and we're here to find them and to develop them and to share them. And that's not always easy. Yeah. I want to edit one statement you just made, um, which is that you are trying to build a business because I want to edit that to say you are building a business. Oh, yes. I am building building a business. And we talked a little bit before we got on the recording air that we both seem to feel that we're cheerleaders, yet growing up we were not. (laughs) And here we are kind of finding ourselves in that space. So I, I, I share that with you because I feel the same way. And clearly you're doing that. I also want to say the push, the motivation. And I ask you, is that an internal drive? And you said sort of, you, you sort of talked a little bit about, okay, you, you've got your husband who is supporting you and you've got support around you, but what's happening inside for you that gets you up every day and say, I'm doing it. What is it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've always, I am, 
I will gladly admit that I am, I am not a perfectionist. I am, I, I don't know. I don't think that I'm type A other than people tell me all the time, like, you're, you are super competitive, <laughs> but that's I a good thing. I don't know if I embrace it. I'm loud or if that really <laughs> is because I am like, you know, just competitive, but well, I'm five, four. People keep asking me if I'm like five, six, five, seven. I just say I have a big personality. So <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, um, so you have a spirit inside of you. Yeah, I do. I feel like I don't have to be perfect at everything. In fact, I'm not. And and I've always been happy to lean on res- resources. And so sometimes I think that I have maybe cut myself short by saying, because I'm okay with saying that I rely on resources a lot I for strength emotionally or um even just like academically you know I am not amazing with my words I am not I don't have this like beautifully spoken and well-written and um intelligence but I but I do believe that God expects a lot of me and so I believe I mean if, if you're asking me what gets me up in the morning it's because um I believe that he created me so uniquely wonderful that I need to find that and and I need to share it because I then help other people shine. And so, yeah, I do I want to I want to I want to be big. I want to um make him proud and make me proud. And I honestly I mean, I do, I, I've always loved who I am and I'm grateful for who I am, but it, it is in me to want to make other people proud. You know, I want to, I want Chris to, to be really proud and to be really inspired. I guess more than proud. I want them to be inspired because, you know, because she's doing it. And so I want to, too, or, you know, my mom, um, she gives me this credit often that she, even though she really is she's given me so much in my life, but she often gives me credit for making her better too, you know, like changing her ways and changing her life. And I think that that's, that's probably what makes me want to do it. I don't, I'm not doing it because, um, I don't know. I think it's selflessly driven for you. That's what I'm getting. I also want you to recognize something. People have mirrors in their lives and talked about this in other podcasts. I, I, I use this often. We tend to individually, and this is not a woman thing. I think this is just individual. We're often the hard, hardest critic. And when we have people around us who mirror and say, I'm going to hold this mirror in front of you. And this is what I see. Now it's your responsibility, Lisa, and my responsibility to make that part of our own vernacular, Right. People are seeing it inside of you because you are. You may not see it, but you are. And perhaps that's some of the gifts that you're giving and sharing through your business right now because people are coming into your life and saying, okay, I know I want to fix this or I know I know that there's a, f- a further goal that I want to hit. I'm having a hard time doing it on my own. And you said it yourself, you're an accountability coach. Mm-hmm. You're an accountability coach to others and to yourself. So I, I hope that you recognize that because it's, it's apparent. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I think mirrors are incredibly profound, right? Mm -hmm. They, um, Chris and I have joked about before that 
I've had a couple of people in my life tell me, um, well, when, when I was selling insurance, I went away for nine months to do this training in Owatonna, Minnesota, very cold, but I was there with 36 other people doing the same thing, learning how to sell this insurance. And one of the guys there, he, um, he was, most of the people who were on this, this training class, they were athletes. I wasn't an athlete, but you know, people who are athletes are generally very driven. And he said that he had a coach that told him, uh, or maybe he just learned it from this coach, but basically you don't know what you're capable of sometimes until someone tells you, you can do it, or you can, you are capable of that. And I, I think I'm definitely, my husband would tell you, and if you listen to his podcast, he, he said he is motivated by the by the line, you can't do it, or I don't think you can do it. And that just motivates him. There is not a piece of that sentence that motivates me. If you know, I am definitely a person who, um, I, I feel like I also need cheerleaders. You know, I need somebody that says you can, you just hold up the mirror. Like you said, hold up the mirror and say, you can totally do this because you're this person. And you can wear colored pants, you can wear chunky jewelry, you can wear bright whatever, or you can actually be a coach, you know? And and I guess I said that line right there, but I didn't need anyone to tell me that I could be a coach because I knew I could, because I know that I can, I can. And I genuinely believe that I can build this because it fits my life. And it is absolutely the platform that I needed to, to share strength and love and happiness and encouragement to others. And yeah, we just, you, you touch upon some of the impact that you wish to see from your husband and and how you wish him to be you. I want to take a turn there on that. You have two young boys. What do you think the lessons are that you're teaching them by building your own business? You know, it's fun. We actually just had a fun little holiday market. Our, our oldest who is six, he is in kindergarten and the school got to do a holiday market and they really treated it like a business. They taught the the kids how to like market to your audience and who you're going to need an inventory control. And like, let's, let's do this as a business. And he's a kindergartner. So he didn't take all of those, those lessons, <laughs> but Chris and I sure thought it was the most amazing thing, you know, and through, gosh, I mean, it was hours in preparation to get to that point. He made these fun little initial word necklaces because of tools that we have gathered in our own life. You know, mom loves these initial necklaces. Dad has the tools to do it. Let's sell them, you know? And this little guy, he sold these things for $5 a necklace and he made $200 and through it. So I have this, um, I have this picture that's labeled holy labor. And I was given it when I, I was a director at the a Catholic private high, high school where every student works one day a week to partially support the cost of their education. And I got to go out to different businesses and tell these businesses that we have the most incredible students. You want to hire them. And that funded some of their education. And in that position, one of the guys that I worked with, um, he gave me this, this artwork that was about holy labor and that we are each given this opportunity to work and to contribute and any form of work is valuable. And whether that's, you know, you're consistent, repetitive, every single day of your life, you do the same thing to, you know, creating and breaking barriers because you are creative and innovative, you know, the whole spectrum of it is holy. So as Jack did not get all the lessons, our, our son did not get all the lessons from the holiday market, <laughs> but we were able to incorporate those things. And I was 
It felt good to me. Yes, it did. It felt very good to me to, although if I wasn't a, a, an accountability coach right now, if I wasn't those things, I still would feel valuable in teaching him that I am able, you know, we're all capable of those things. But I did love that, that there are lessons, daily lessons that I get to teach him because he thinks things are hard. You know, he thinks things are really hard at school right now. And he is, he's experiencing, gosh, 100% new things. I mean, in kindergarten, you know, you haven't even been to elementary school. Now you're going full time. And I get to tell him these like very tangible things that have just been super hard in my life lately, you know, reaching out, being vulnerable, um, you know, all the, the, the experiences that I'm having, I am able to directly correlate to him. And, and he may not fully understand that as a six-year-old, but he will see me just as I saw my parents, you know, I saw both of my parents try really amazing, wonderful things. And I saw my dad try to be a country singer. And I guess I should take the try out of it. Like you said, they really were doing those things. You know, they were, they were doing those things. And, and so Jack and Breck will see that. And that's, yeah, that's incredible. And they will see that it's, that I believe that each one of us was given that, you know, your own, your talents, just find them and, and strengthen them and then share them. And how does that fill you with your own business? You're helping others find that. What does that do for you? Yeah, that's funny. That's, that is, I mean, how do you share that? Right. How do you tell that story? Um, in quick little pictures to the people that are, are viewing you. And I think it's, I think it's learning how to, to just, to be okay with your story. Good, bad, hard, wonderful. Because that's the other part of it is that, you know, so many people, especially in this, this one line of industry that, you know, when you have a problem, you can really make that problem beautiful and helpful to you. Like some people struggle with infertility and some people struggle with, um, yeah, I mean, even just your weight loss trend transformation, right? So uh, people have those stories to rely on. And for a while I thought my life is so wonderful, you know, like what is it that people are going to relate to? Because yes, it's, it's wonderful to have a wonderful life, but what I also need an element of helping people, right? And most people are looking for a change at that point. And so if your life's wonderful, why do you need to change? But the truth is, um, just by sharing my life, you know, just by sharing my daily life, I show that, um, that you're valuable, you know, that that's, you don't have to have, you don't have to have this crazy hard struggle to, to build something wonderful and beautiful. And it does it by sharing those little things, although hard, sometimes it does, it totally fills me. It, it makes me feel, it makes me feel validated and recognized. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about this before we started this conversation, you know, here you're talking about living more publicly. And, and, you know, we talked a little bit about your sharing a lot of your personal life online because that's part of how you, you build a, your own business. And I was in this position just about a year ago where I was going through a major life transition. I was contemplating divorce, knowing, I shouldn't say that, I was, I knew I was going to be leaving. And I had, been watching a story of a friend who I hadn't talked to in 20 years and I'd seen her name change and I'd seen her life just 
portrayed beautifully. And she wasn't saying like, my life is picture perfect. It was life is messy. Life is hard. I had a crap day today and I'm grateful for it. And this is why. And I, I watched that story unfold online for months. And when I got to a point where I was like, I know that I'm making this decision, this very difficult decision. I was chasing happiness and I reached out to her and it was a very vulnerable state for me to open up and say, look, Jess, I'm, I'm having a hard time. I hadn't talked to her. Like I said, I hadn't talked to her in 20 years. And she welcomed me not only with open arms, but gave me a safe space to share that. And as I've transitioned now that I'm post-divorce and in a new space, and I've been very public about my story online. And I, I probably had some reservations, truly. There's probably been times I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea to share it. Or are people sick of listening to my story? Because this is some of my own healing. And I will tell you that when I share more openly and I'm more vulnerable, not only have I had people come out of my wood out of the woodwork that I haven't talked to, I have a lot of people that I haven't talked to in 20 years coming out. Mm-hmm. I've also had a lot of people come to me privately and say, I'm in this space right now. Thank you for sharing. Because you've now given me permission mm-hmm. to recognize where my life isn't going so well and I know that I need help. And thank you for sharing. Or I, you know, they're in various stages or they've gone through the journey through that part of their journey. And they're now seeing the light that I'm shining in and, and gosh, doesn't that feel good? So you're, you're building a community. Yes. Right. Yes. I think that that's because of the role I play now. I think my life, I, I would, I've taken those Gallup, you know, Gallup, um, Uh right. They also have this book called now discover your strengths. And one of the strengths of mine was, um, individualization. And that is being able to look at an individual and find strengths and be able to put them like, how can you best utilize those strengths? Right. So I feel like I've been one of those people that people kind of are feel comfortable around, but because of the role I play now, um, of, of putting my life out there and I'm, I'm giving, I I'm, I'm in it now, right? I'm, this is my business. That's what I want to do. And so people do feel comfortable in coming to me. And I have had people that I would have never expected or thought that that was going on. I didn't know any of those things. And, and because, because I share my life, nothing crazy, but just, I share my life. They come to me and, and yeah, I think that that is powerful. I think that that is it's your superpower. <laughs> yeah, that's my superpower. And you get to live in that light. And I swear to goodness, you just totally lit up <laughs> just now. You did. And that's your superpower. Congratulations for finding it. Oh, thanks for thanks for putting words around it. Yeah. And thank you for sharing it because we all have them. And when we get to live in them. Yeah, right. Pretty awesome. Do it. You should do it. You should find it. Yeah. So on a final thought as we wrap up. For women, and I'm going to say more women at this point, maybe words of inspiration. How you know, maybe they're on teetering on the edge and saying, "I, I'm not sure." Mm-hmm. What can you? What would you say to them? What can you say to them? I think, like I, I actually just funny enough, I just wrote a post about this. But doing things for me, doing things that show me that I can is really amazing. So taking the first step, and whether that's I need. I, I just need to verbalize it or taking the first step of, okay, I'm going to push play and I'm going to work out for one time because I didn't think I could, but I was, I think 
you have to be able to do something so that you feel like, you know, you can, I can, and I will. And I, I know that even stronger now after having this year of, of hard, you know, it, this actually has been a really hard year. It's been hard because we have gone through things with Chris's business and, you know, worries or awesome successes, but changes within that. But then it's also been, it's been hard because I, it is kind of this constant battle of fighting to keep it going. You know, you, you, because there are these things that keep telling you like, it's not worth it. There's too many other things that are just, that are just big distractions. You got to do those things and, but you have to keep fighting for it. And so, and the reason that I can keep fighting for it is because I, I took one more step you know, and I took one more step. And with each one of those steps, it says to me, I say to myself, I can, I will, you know, and I can do that. And I'm going to do that. It's going to be hard. And I'm going to have to say hard things, or I'm going to have to admit or change things, but I can, and I will, and you can, and, and you will after you, after you take those first steps, because you feel better, you feel better, you feel more amazing. And then it feels like I'm just throwing a little bit more gas on that fire that I had, you know, and it doesn't have to be this flaming passion in you. It really does just have to be a small little a spark of something. And I think you should find it and honor it and fuel it. Yeah. So where can people find you? Um, mostly you can just, my best place is Instagram and that is at Lisa Winmore. So it's at L I S A W I N M O O R E. My, um, I love it. It's not about it. I mean, it is kind of about winning, but my maiden name is Winterton. And so I was Lisa Winterton Moore. And so Lisa Winmore is where I live. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jocelyn. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Lead. To learn more about Lead, the podcast and coaching services, please join us on our Lead Facebook page at facebook.com slash what's your lead.